This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville says he is a no vote on the continuing resolution that will push the government spending bill a few months down the road if it is passed by the U.S. House this week. Tuberville rebuked Congress for using this method as a means of adding on and spending unrelated money that would not normally be part of the actual appropriation bill that needs to be passed at the end of each fiscal year. Tuberville called it a reckless approach to governing. The deadline coming for a government shutdown is this Friday. The Senate did pass the continuing resolution, so it's now being considered in the U.S. House before that deadline. No weekend visitations. The Alabama Department of Corrections has canceled the planned visitations in response to the inmate worker strike that began earlier this week. This strike is happening at all the major prisons here in the state and involves the inmates and their work details within the prison. The ADOC says it's putting a strain on regular staff, and that is why the schedule has now been changed when it comes to visitation. The two areas that are most affected by the inmates refusing to work is food services and laundry. The inmates on strike have made a list of demands, and former U.S. Attorney Jay Town was able to provide that list to 1819 News. Some of those demands are guaranteed parole, repeal of the Habitual Felony Offender Act, eliminate the 30-year minimum sentence for capital offenders, streamline medical furlough process, and ensure good time and early release. Governor Ivey has even taken a look at this list and called it unreasonable and not possible without state legislative action. Some of those demands involve changes to state law and procedures. Well, earlier this week, an opinion piece was published on the 1819 News website that was authored by Pat Ellis from the Alabama Eagle Forum. Ellis wrote about the sex education curriculum that is being used for students here in Alabama as part of the comprehensive sex education program coming from the federal government. Ellis spoke with The Daily Detail about how she found out about the overall curriculum as well as other programs within it, like Proud Choices and Making a Difference, which promote homosexual behavior and transgender ideology. I was reading an article in the Epic Times, and it talked about, actually the headline was about Texas parents, you know, uh, getting rid of these programs in their school. And as I continued to read about 35 other states, and one of them was Alabama. So, of course, that was just very troubling to me. I, I did some research, and I found out that it was coming through the Alabama Department of Public Health from Health and Human Services, you know, the federal government agency. And then I started reading the pro about the programs. I went to the an- analysis by Family Watch International, and they were so egregious and graphic and just very disturbing and no Alabama child, no child, no Alabama child should be exposed to this. Ellis also offered practical advice to parents here in Alabama who who want to make sure that their children aren't being exposed to radical left ideology when it comes to sex education. Well, the first thing I would do is go to the school and tell the, you know, administration that I, you want to see the program. You want to see it. You want to see the curriculum. Now, the, the two that I mentioned in my article, there are actually four that um, are pretty egregious that are um, funded through um, the Alabama Department of Public Health. They're not as bad as the two that I mentioned in the article, 
but they still have some very harmful elements, according to Family Watch International. So that would be the first step. Make sure these programs aren't in your school. Now, that doesn't mean the one that is in your school might be acceptable to you. Quite frankly, I think that's a parent's role. You know, there are some parents that maybe want to give that uh, over to the schools, but I don't think that's the majority of parents. But actually see the curriculum because they just say it's not one of the ones highlighted in the article. That doesn't necessarily mean they can breathe a sigh of relief. I will continue my conversation with Pat Ellis on next Monday's report of The Daily Detail. A custodian at an elementary school here in Alabama is now under arrest for possession of child pornography. 33-year-old Matthew Hammock is currently being held at the Lee County Jail. He was working at the Beauregard Elementary School and was arrested on Wednesday of this week. Investigators with the Lee County Sheriff's Office say they conducted a search warrant of Hammock's home after cyber tips were delivered to them regarding the exploitation of children under the age of 18, evidence that was found on Hammock's digital devices resulted in him now facing 41 counts of possession of child pornography. Authorities say there's no evidence that the pictures that were found involved any students at the elementary school where he worked. Hammock is still in jail on a $410,000 bond. And a man who lived here in Alabama has now been returned back to the U.S. from the country of Germany This is due to international kidnapping charges. 51-year-old Igor Slobotsky is a former resident of Madison County. He lived in Huntsville. He has now been extradited from Germany for charges of removing two children under the age of 16 from the U.S. and in so doing that, obstructing another parent's rights. Slobotsky was in federal court this week with these new charges. U.S. Attorney Prim Escalona is working in the Northern District of Alabama. Escalona is the one who announced these latest charges against Slobotsky. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, Hurricane Ian has left the state of Florida and left it in a state of devastation along the southwest coastline. 2.6 million residents are now without power. The flooding and storm surge has done massive damage to homes and property. The biggest warning for those who are recovering from the storm in Florida has to do with carbon monoxide poisoning. The National Hurricane Center says that residents who are using gas generators to get power back onto their homes need to be aware of the danger of carbon monoxide poisoning. That often comes from running a generator inside a home for fear of the generator being stolen. The gas does not have a color or odor to it and has only added to the number of deaths that have occurred following a hurricane and the subsequent electrical outages. There are 5,000 members of the National Guard who have now been activated to help within the state of Florida. The Guardsmen are coming from the states of Louisiana, Tennessee, and even New York to help clean up the devastation that was left behind by the hurricane. The troops will also bring with them 16 helicopters, 1,600 high-wheeled vehicles, seven boats, and 36 fuel tankers in order to conduct search and rescue operations as well as clear roads and help in other ways. Russian President Vladimir Putin is making moves to annex certain parts of Ukraine as part of Russia now. U.S. President Joe Biden has reacted, saying he will never recognize the claims being made by Russia regarding these territories. This Friday, Putin is seeking to annex four regions from the Ukraine, And President Biden is planning further sanctions against those within the country of Russia who are supporting Putin's move. There is another $12.3 billion of U.S. taxpayer money that could be headed to Ukraine again if a certain spending bill is passed. The U.S. Senate voted and passed the stopgap spending bill that includes this further funding. 
The U.S. House must now consider the bill, and they have until midnight Friday before they have to send it to Biden's desk in order to avoid a government shutdown. This bill only pushes the deadline out a few months, putting another deadline for a government shutdown on December 16th. When it comes to Russia and its Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines that are now damaged and destroyed, the German-based newspaper Der Spiegel is writing about security officials who say it had to be highly effective explosive devices that caused the breakup of that pipeline. The explosion was big enough to register as a 1.9 on the seismic tracking instruments used by the Swedish National Seismic Network. Bloomberg News is reporting that the pipes for the Nord Stream 1 and 2 consisted of inches of steel coating along with tons of concrete in each section. NATO's Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg is now calling it an act of sabotage. Well, here's a scary story that does have a good ending. Two West Virginia police officers made a traffic stop earlier this week in Fayette County. One of the persons inside that vehicle tried to exit the car and flee on foot. When the two officers gave chase, they were able to apprehend the suspect, but he got a baggie out of his pocket, ripped it open, and threw the powder into the faces of the two officers. The officers were able to get the suspect, Keith Adams of North Carolina, into the back of their patrol vehicle, but then one of the men collapsed. The second officer started to show signs of overdosing as well. Fortunately, an off-duty nurse was driving by, saw the situation, jumped in and administered Narcan to both of those officers and saved their lives. Not much more info has been released on this heroic nurse. However, Adams is now facing attempted murder charges for the whole incident. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you want to learn more about the sex education that is going on here in the state, you won't want to miss out on the 1819 News podcast, where host Brian Dawson sits down with 1819 reporter Craig Monger and talks about some of the videos and topics that are being discussed with children that parents may not know about. There's no blindness in what they're doing. If you're creating a cartoon that's introducing sexual perversion to children, you are cognizantly doing that. And again, you you have to go back to parents are assuming that there's no way that the educators would show my children X, Y, and Z. Well, when you have such as this campaign that advocates in, in circumstances where a child uh, expresses gender nonconformity, they expressly say that they do not want to inform the parents in those circumstances because it could create an unsafe or, or whatever yeah, environment. For them. And that applies to everything else. So when they link, say, for instance, uh, studies from the CDC where they talk about how many kids in schools are sexually active, are using condoms, are using uh are using birth control, have gotten STI testing, all of it. Someone's talking to your kids about if they're using condoms, having sex, getting tested for STIs and AIDS, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Someone's gathering that information. Someone's gathering that information from your children. And I would, I would bet that 99% of parents have no idea that someone's even asked their kids those questions because it is a part of the education model that the educator knows better than the parents. They are better equipped to protect and provide right. and to educate than the parents. So therefore, if the parents are in conflict with the educator, the educator is under obligation for the safety and preservation of the student to be furtive and clandestine with the parents. That is that is part of the model. Yes. And for my 1819 audience, furtive and clandestine <laughs> means to hide or Conceal. be deceitful. Yeah. Conceal through deceitful means. 
Alabama Unfiltered didn't know that either. Yeah. You can find more of that podcast at 1819news.com under the podcast tab. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 